Hello, everybody. We are back again for another episode of the Mind and Body podcast. And today I'm very excited to have Michelle Duval on air with us to discuss bar variation. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi, Nadia. How's it going? Good. I'm really excited to have you on the show. I was following you on Instagram first, and I felt like when we met, yes. we were instant buds. So, <laughs> yes, I feel like we connected like at the perfect time, and I'm so happy to be following your journey and having you follow mine. It's so exciting. Agreed, agreed. So, why don't you share with everybody what bar variations is and how you're changing the bar community um, through some of your initiatives? Great. So, bar variations is a method. It's also kind of a resource center for other bar teachers. So through the online video library, through how-to guides, and through workshops and trainings. Um, so bar variations is not just my personal method, but a method that other people can take and adapt to their own voice as a teacher. So I love- my yeah. Yeah, that's really, that was really well put together. Thank you. Um, I've been working on that. <laughs> um, I think I, I what I love about your method is that that makes it stand out against many other methods is that you allow each teacher that trains with you to take their own creative spin on your initial principles. Would you agree? Absolutely agree. I don't want anyone teaching my words as if they're theirs because it might not fit what they're doing and a lot of bar methods are yoga infused or Pilates infused so I just want to turn the community in a different direction where maybe some other trainings like Pilates you take Pilates and you either teach classically exactly the method or you take a more contemporary spin where you have a foundation that you can build upon so to me bar variations is a foundation that other bar teachers can build upon and create their own classes and let their own voice shine through that method. And so what, let, let's, let's go back a little bit. Uh, What is your background? Are you um, a bar, just a bar instructor? Do you have a dance background? Yeah. So my background, so I am a former professional dancer. I went to college for dance and early on in my college days, I started performing um, with a company outside of school and I was very lucky to have a little over 10 year career dancing in in New York and become like a downtown dancer so a lot of freelance and pickup stuff Um, and in college I found Pilates through a professor of mine because I thought I was so strong and (laughs) I wasn't as strong as I thought And, (laughs) and so I found Pilates and then quickly after college, I realized, you know, I wanted to continue with movement as my job, not just through teaching dance classes, but also through Pilates because I fell in love. And shortly after my Pilates training about 10 years ago, um, I discovered bar and have not looked back. So through my career as a dancer, um, you know, I had to learn anatomy and then through Pilates, I learned some more anatomy and then got addicted to trainings and I have my yoga certification, wow. Pilates, I do T-Rex, I do myofascial tissue relief. So I have a big bag of tricks and bar variations is a way for me to kind of put all that in there. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I knew that you were a dancer. I didn't know about all the other um, uh, certifications that you had in the previous experience. That It really explains a lot because if 
guys, if you haven't seen Michelle's videos on Instagram, they're <laughs> absolutely amazing. They're complete. Like you can, some of the videos I see a, a bit of dance inspiration. Some of the videos I see Pilates. So you can really see it shine through um, in what you teach. And Yeah. I always say that there's only so many ways you can move your body, right? There's only so many directions and every fitness modality is inspired by something else, right? Even Pilates has a little bit of yoga mm-hmm. poses in it. They're not yoga per se, but they look the same. Or, right. you know, a plank is a plank and why not do it across the board? So that's kind of where that comes in. And I'm glad that shines through because it just shows that you can take it into a very ballet place, bar, or you can take it to a very functional training space. So it's so, open for everybody. <laughs> I love that. And saying that it's open for everybody leads me into my next question. Yes. I love, I love your initiative about making room at the bar. And so in my head, immediately before you even started describing it on Instagram, I knew exactly, I, I think, yeah, I knew exactly what you meant by that because I know what my experience is. I do not have a dance background. I do not have a Pilates background. So coming into the bar space, once certified, it can be a little sort of like the clicky type of atmosphere. So having, and even when I went to your workshop, I loved how there were so many different types of instructors there. I mean, old, young, new, you know, whether in terms of age and also experience. Mm -hmm. So can you talk more about that motive and like what encouraged you to do it? Absolutely. So I definitely, when I first was introduced to bar, um, I, you know, I was performing a lot at the time and my attitude was not a very good attitude towards it. I felt that, you know, why would I do this? It's kind of no dancer would do certain moves like this. And it just felt very clicky Mm -hmm. and I don't, I kind of turn away from that. So I just really felt that there was a need to open up um, outside of not even just franchise or licensee programs, but smaller studios that felt disconnected because they were doing their own type of method, but they didn't have a bigger platform to promote what they were doing or people weren't really sure what they were doing. And because bar is such a shorter certification, unlike Pilates or yoga, where you're talking 600 hours of practice and Mm -hmm. observation, um, you know, it kind of, because it's an additional modality, kind of like a TRX, right? It's kind of not a throwaway modality for sure, but there's definitely room to grow bar in the way that it's like other trainings where mm-hmm. there is, is the anatomy. There's other things where people can actually walk in and feel confident even taking bar class or taking a training in bar because, right. the, and also I do think the ballet background of it is intimidating and people feel like oh well I can't learn a plie well right. of course you can if you if you learn a plank or a squat you can learn a plie yeah, exactly <laughs> yep. um so I really before starting um bar variations and when I was starting to sit down and put it together I really wanted to drive home that there is plenty of room for everybody not just teachers but people taking the class as well and I wanted to have franchisees come to me as a resource to learn more or to deepen their knowledge or build more skills as a teacher. I didn't want to be exclusive to just people following bar variations. And I'm happy to say that it's happening, which I have other, you know, 
individual instructors that are involved with franchises or not franchises. And it's, it's become a place where everybody can kind of connect and come together and grow, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, be- I mean, I love you because, I, but I think also your attitude, you're just so kind and so welcoming. And I feel like also like in our Facebook group, any mm. questions that people have, like, you know, I feel like in certain spaces, whether it's fitness or anything, it can be intimidating if you're new. And I feel that right off the bat, you can feel comfortable asking whatever the question is without being judged. So I think that really helps to grow the community the way you've been wanting it to grow. Yeah. And setting that example of, um, you know, I do my Tuesday teacher tips is my favorite day of the week. And today is Tuesday as we're recording. Ah. um, I have gone beyond just anatomical cues, right? It's not just about alignment or placement or how to do this right or wrong. It's more than that, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm trying to broaden the conversation. And I do feel like that's my responsibility to guide that conversation and not, I would say like, I don't get any negative comments of like, oh, well, this is how I do it. Everybody's really on board of understanding that there's more than one way to do things and just getting down to the why, well, why would you do it that way? Right. Or why would you cue it that way? So I do feel like I have a big responsibility of setting that positive tone mm-hmm. and um, curious tone. It doesn't, you know, there's no attacking going on. <laughs> right. No. And, and sometimes that's how the groups are. Right. But as I said before, Absolutely. I feel like it's just, it's just very chill. And like, you're not, sometimes I'm head, like in some, like I belong to some mom groups and you know, mom groups are mom groups. And, but sometimes yeah. you're scared to ask a question because you're not sure how it may be perceived. Also, you know, it's just, so I love right. the vibe. It's very relaxed yeah. and welcoming. So it's very cool. Yeah, and you were a part of one of the first kind of initiatives of there's plenty of room at the bar when we did the bar progression workout with me, you, and um, Kelsey and Ellie. So across the country, we came together, we did a free workout, and that's something that I'm really loving doing. I did a pop-up charity event with Balanced Yoga Bar in New York City. Mm -hmm. We did um, a fundraiser for breast cancer. I'm doing one with an, an individual instructor who teaches at Equinox. Her name is Alexis Sweeney. And we're doing oh, a yes. fundraiser. Yes. I think on social. <laughs> She's amazing. Yeah. So we're doing um, Make-A-Wish Foundation charity fundraiser. So just being able to connect with other studios and other teachers that like being like, hey, we're here and we love each other and we're doing good things together. So it's really, really fun. Like that's one of the most fun things I get to do right now. <laughs> I love that. And like, you know, it's funny that you say that because I have like this going list in Google Docs of like philanthropic non, you know, like nonprofits that I want to get involved with and find a way to give back. And I think adding your craft as a way to raise money for um, a, a mission that you feel strongly about is such a great idea. Now I'm like thinking in my head, <laughs> yes. <do> that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like use what you have all the time. Like I, you know, we all teach so much and we give so much hour per hour. And a big thing for bar variations for the next coming year is how I can make a bigger impact. I you love know? it how can I take myself out of the studio? And if I'm out of the studio, what, what does that mean to me? Or what does that mean to bar variations? So we're not just letting it kind of go off in the wind, right? We have so much to offer, but it's, you really can do a lot when you focus in and 
make it happen yeah. and use, use your skills, right? <laughs> I love it. So I want to, um, as you're talking about giving back, I know that you do some teaching with little ones. I know you work with little girls. <laughs> I do. So I've been a dance teacher ever since college as well. A little bit before it started as like a teacher's helper. And yeah, I've been teaching probably about 15 years dance classes. <laughs> and so that must like, just, I feel like if you're inspiring to your peers, women your own age and maybe even older, I'm wondering how how you've been inspired been, been inspiring younger girls and have you do you have any stories of hey Michelle thank you so much for xyz you've inspired me to do whatever are there any of stories like that that ring a bell of girls that you've yeah, taught a little bit I have to say that they are more inspiring to me oh, because they, Michelle, they do them they're just so cute but they really teach you all of the lessons like if you're listening it doesn't matter if they're three years old or like 13 18 years old that's that's my range I teach preschool all the way through high school um right now I teach just ballet classes but in the past if you can imagine I've taught some hip-hop I've taught tap I've taught jazz wow um so my dance career I was uh my training in dance is pretty well-rounded and I came up in a time in the dance world where you had to do it all. Mm-hmm. Like the, tri- the triple threat was a, very much a thing. I sang, I danced, I acted. It was, you had to do it. It mm-hmm. was just the tr- trend at the time. So it's been great as a teacher because it keeps it interesting for me. But to go back to like what you said, um, my words are so important. Everything I say is so important because they're listening mm-hmm. all of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they'll remind and, you too. Like, yes. But you, <laughs> you said this. And then my actions, like, and how I carry myself, even on social media, they're very social nowadays and they all follow my stories. And mm-hmm. I'm very aware of that. I don't interact online with them, I don't allow them to have contact with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I set that boundary because I'm their teacher. Right. Um, you know, we're not friends and, but you know, they see what I put out there and what's really exciting is I go in and they're like, Hey, can we do some Pilates to warm up today? Nice. And I'm, I'm feeling really strong and I haven't had any students go off professionally, so I don't have that, but I still have students that are following me from like 10 years ago, which is what? crazy and I now they're like well I was like young when I started teaching but you know some of them I've connected with like in the city that they're now in the working place and it's just it's so fun to kind of like have a little bit of an impact or just a positive person in their life right in a time when you're a teenager and things are so crazy and yeah (laughs) I hope yeah it's good to like I feel like I'm doing I don't know I I feel good doing it, but it's also like, I feel like a a lot of responsibility too, because girls need a lot of strong, positive role models in their lives that are not just their own moms, right? Right. Because you you go through a time where you don't like your mom or you don't care what they say. Right. No, it's so true. (laughs) So it's, um, yeah, it's really, it keeps me on my toes for sure. I have to I saw a quote once that said, you never know who you're inspiring. And I feel like as for you as a teacher, also as a coach and the creator of Bar Variations and for myself as an instructor, like I've had people come back and say, oh, you know, because of you, 
And mind you, like, they'll take one class and I won't see them ever again. And then they'll come back. And they're like, I'm so much stronger because of you. And I'm like, huh? And, like, you never know what people are seeing, what they're paying attention to. And they were following my videos and doing them at home. So I, it's like, you're probably, you'll probably be surprised how many more <laughs> students that you've touched that may have not had an opportunity to share it with you. But I'm sure it's a lot because you have a really kind spirit. So I'm oh, sure. Yes, you. yes, thank no problem. <laughs> yes, okay. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so my next question. You're now a okay. newlywed. Mm-hmm. You are an entrepreneur. And I would love to know how, you ba- how you're balancing the changes in your personal life with your hustle and your everyday entrepreneurial life. Balance is the key word. Yep, it really <laughs> it's, is. Um, I can't say it's easy. For sure. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, that's something that even if you're not with somebody, it, finding that work-life balance, like I get really motivated and all I want to do is dive into my computer and get it done because yeah. I'm a doer and my personality wants everything done Yes. 10 days ago. Mm-hmm. You know, why, why is it not already happening and done? So I definitely like, ha- I am always working on finding that personal balance for myself of like when to shut it down Mm -hmm. and you know once you add a boyfriend a husband or a girlfriend or a wife or whoever it's um yeah it's not easy it's a lot of communication it's a lot of talking about how you're feeling Mm -hmm. and verbalizing what you're going through and also taking that time to be like okay I need a time out here right (laughs) yeah no totally oh my gosh I feel like no matter who I talk to, it's often very similar advice because as entrepreneurs, we're just motivated. I don't care what your, your business is. I feel it. I feel it's all very similar mindsets because you're working for something you love, you know? So for me, as cliche as it sounds, it's not work. Like I really enjoy getting behind my computer, like you said, and just getting it done and getting motivated, inspired, but it's hard to break away from that when you know, it's easier when, you know, like, oh, I hate this. You know, you finish it, you close your computer, you're done. But when you're, like, excited and, like, it's hard. It's really hard balance. So I, I it's totally really hard. feel you on I, that. Yeah, I was, um, I, you know, I have a coach that I talked to. Her name's Jenna Zavino, and she's amazing. And so when I do my coaching with her, like, right before the wedding, I was, like, I don't know how I'm going to launch my video library and then walk away for three weeks because mm-hmm. I, I took three weeks off and I had to do a lot of affirmation mantras and meditation. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, and I have to say, you know, and I got an idea from her that, you know, to have an Instagram takeover and it was so fun to oh, like, that's keep smart. It, yeah, they were interacting with each other while I was gone. And so when I came back, it didn't feel like everything just stood still right and it was kind of working for me as I was gone so coming up with plans like that so you can step away I my time management is more important than ever because there's a lot of folks in the fire right now so just being organized even if you don't want to be that's like the tedious part but um because then it allows me to or it allowed me to go on my honeymoon and not look at my phone for social media once right you know? right <laughs> or my emails right too, so yeah I did something similar when I was pregnant with Max I wanted like at least a month of just not worrying that 
my company, because that was a huge fear, right? Like once the mm. baby got here, my company is going to fall apart. I was so dramatic. But yeah. um, so I spent a lot of my time during my pregnancy just preparing blog posts, as you said, preparing social posts, just so that it didn't look dead for like two months. And then I'm back on the scene. So I feel like we have a lot of similarities. I think, like you said, mm-hmm. be, it forces you to be organized, um, yeah. which is a good thing. Um, it's a good thing. Yeah. Especially for creative minds, right? Oh, it's my a gosh, good... yeah. <laughs> I'm oh. not type A. I no. have, like, my notes. Someone would die if they saw my computer. It's so disorganized. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have a thousand tabs open. Yeah. My brother's like, this is why your computer shuts down. It's <laughs> Yeah. It's true. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Okay. So, before we end, I have to know, um, first, first, I want to know, what is your day-to-day like? And how do you keep yourself healthy? Like, what are three things you try to do? I mean, you're already teaching classes, so you're already being, you know, you're moving. But teaching a class is different than actually taking a class. So what mm-hmm. are three ways you try to, maybe not daily, but on a regular basis, try to weave into your lifestyle to remain healthy? That's a good one. Um, so I recently started um, working out with a coworker friend of mine in between classes. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we have an hour between clients, the two of us, and we've kind of held each other accountable of just like, Hey, let's move. Even if it's for 20 minutes, let's get something in because I don't normally work out with my classes, even my bar classes, unless they're small, I'll jump in and do it. But um, that's part of like where I, when my, I did my Pilates training, we were just taught, we we're not to move with the class and use your words. Right. So that's how I teach. And so I'm not getting, yeah, you're right. I'm not getting my workout in. So making it a point to happen in the middle of my day, instead of at the end, I won't work out at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I definitely won't. And I start my day pretty early. I have clients every day around seven, seven thirty mm-hmm. in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that means waking up at six or five thirty to get out the door. And, um, I would love to say I meal prep. I definitely don't meal prep. Me but... neither, girl. I have tried, <laughs> Michelle. I bought the glass containers. <sighs> I know. I have it all. It's not happening. <laughs> I is not. No. No. And I have to say, like, so integrating movement, whether it's, like, working out with my friend during the week or it's, like, walking a little further. I'm in New York City, so if I'm walking a little further to the next subway stop, that's part of it. I walk a ton, actually. So mm-hmm. when it's even when it's not nice out, I try to walk as much as I can because I'm a big believer if all you do is walk, like, you're okay. Yeah. And so I try to do that, like, incorporate it in my, inside my day instead of the beginning of the end. And then other, let's see, my other two, hmm, well, I don't meal prep, but what I don't do, so I'm a big sweets person. Mm-hmm. And, like, Trader Joe's has these, like, dunker cookies that are crazy good Mm -hmm. and I I can't buy it so I have to say I'm pretty restrictive with sweets in the house because you give me a pint of ice cream it's gone oh my god in the same way (laughs) um Halloween my mom gave extra candy I'm like why is this here no 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 no. we don't get trick-or-treaters and I'm like good because that candy (laughs) would I'm I'm fine with that it would be in my stomach so I try to like eat really clean even if it's not like a meal prep I try to like I buy like a prepared salad I try to eat 
I try to have like healthy things only in my fridge. So I'm not grabbing for the cookies. Right. And that's not like a weight thing for me. It's more of an energy thing. Like I would rather eat an entire box of cookies than eat almonds. Right. No, it's true. And, <laughs> and then I, yeah, you your energy is garbage. Right. Yeah. And it's like, um, like I will say like, I will treat myself every so now and then so that I don't overindulge when it is in my face, especially like now during the holiday season, but I'm totally with you. If it's not in the house, you're not going to eat it. So no, and don't get me wrong. I indulge like Saturday. If we're out and about on the weekends, forget it. I'm eating all of it. (laughs) You deserve it. (laughs) Yes. And so, and I hate saying that it's not like I, you know, I don't, I try not to use food as a reward. I don't have cheap days, but I just try not to keep it in the house right. as much as I can, just so I can feel energized because I have long days. And I guess like the third thing is, is um, just trying to like go to bed before yeah. 10 30 PM, like getting, I don't get a lot of sleep. I I'm like a six solid six hour sleeper, no matter what, like if I get six, I'm, I feel great. But any, like you, as long as you kind of go to bed, you get your rest, you wake up. I think that's key for me. I think those are great, great tips. And I think, yeah. and I think the half, the reason why I find them so fan, um, fantastic is because they're totally doable. Like people think yeah. that healthy tips are just so daunting. I mean, everything you said is totally achievable. So I like those a lot. Yes, yeah. good. All right. So why don't we share with everybody where they can find you if you have anything coming up and yeah. um, your social media. Awesome. So I have a bunch of things coming up. I'm so excited. Um, December 15th, I'm, if you're in New York City, I'm holding a class with Alexis Sweeney called Bar for a Wish. Um, and that is going to be like a two hour, like it's an hour bar class she'll teach I'll teach another hour Athleta's coming to do a pop-up we'll have treats and all of that stuff so that's like an in-person event I'm also hosting a training in Telluride Colorado at Pedal Den on January well I'm gonna get this wrong 11th and 12th that weekend it's a Saturday Sunday it's a training activity workshop so you get like two for one nice and yes and then I have another training in Brooklyn Heights on February 17th it's a Sunday so those are like my in-person things now to find all of this very easy barvariations.com you can find me on social media at barvariations I have the videos I have the resources I have the manual I have fun t-shirts there's so many Hmm. fun things to tap into so yeah at barvariations if nothing else you can find me there. Love it. Are you coming back to New Jersey for another training anytime soon? I want to so bad. Let me know, girl. Let me know. We're going to talk offline about that because I'm so glad I missed the last one. But yeah, we should totally chat. Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle. I loved having you on and I definitely want to have you back on in the new year. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, Michelle. Bye-bye. Thanks everybody for listening. Bye. Bye.